Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome. Thank you for being with us in another podcast of Loving the Christ Life today. I want to remind you that we go back into the Warren Litzman Christ Life Fellowship archives to get these great messages that Warren left us that he's done over the years, and we're very excited to be in the book of Ephesians right now. Let's get into today's message, Ephesians 3. This is part two. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. What a wonderful thing. You and I are together again to see our Lord in all his greatness, power, and beauty. What a wonderful thing it is to be able to come to you and talk about Jesus Christ because the whole world hinges on Jesus Christ. Every human being that lives is indebted one way or another to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just want you to know more about this wonderful Jesus of ours. We're going to be studying in Ephesians, the third chapter. Somebody said to me the other day, why are you always going back to these uh, writings of Paul? I said, it's very simple. The writings of Paul are the words of Jesus directed to the Gentiles and directed to the born again. And so there's nobody else that talks to us like that. Matthew, Mark, Luke didn't. John did somewhat. There's hardly any other of the apostles in the New Testament who did anything like that. So I like to go right to where God's talking to us, right where Jesus has the word of the day for us. And that's kind of what this is. This is a word of the day. But my ambition, my only desire in life is that the whole world knows that until they accept Jesus as their Savior, they're not completed human beings, for we are only complete in Him. If you got a Bible, turn with me to the third chapter of Ephesians, and we're going to start right at the first verse. This first verse says, For this cause, This cause, for this cause. He's got a cause working. He's got something important that's uh, taking place. And he's encouraging us to take a look at it. He says, for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Ah, he's a prisoner. He's a prisoner. He's in prison. He's in prison where he is, and the thought of it, made him turn to a greater thought, and that thought was, I'm a prisoner for the Gentiles. I'm a prisoner for the Gentiles. That's where I'm really a prisoner, not in this Roman jail, not in this cell that I'm in, or whatever place it was, but he says, I am a prisoner for the Gentiles. Now, maybe you don't understand how important that is. When God got ready to deal with the Gentiles, he had done a marvelous thing. He had fixed it so that the Gentiles would have a brand new gospel, a brand new life, a brand new hope, and a brand new destination. Israel never had the destination to go to the Father's house. Israel never had the desire to be with the Father where he was, their whole desire was to live on this earth and become something important on this earth. So when he speaks here, he's speaking to the Gentiles about the great and the most important thing that could possibly ever happen. 
that God had something to tell the Gentiles that was important. For this cause, he says, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles. For the Gentiles, he's got a special message. For the Gentiles, he's got a special destination to the Father's house. For the Gentiles, he's going to get there in a special way through the rapture of the church of Jesus Christ. He has a message centered in these things. This is why I go to Paul. So this fellow I was talking to said, well, why are you always talking from Paul? I said, there's two reasons. The first reason is Paul is the only one that knows what's going to happen to the Gentiles. Second, Paul is the only one in the scriptures that outrightly says the born again are going to meet Jesus in the air at the rapture. Well, that's pretty important to me. That's more important than most any other thing I'm dealing with in the scriptures. Not that all the word of God is not precious. Not that when God speaks to David or Abraham or Moses or anybody in the Old Testament, it's not important. It's just that he speaks to them on the level of where they are, what dispensation they're in, what their determination is, where they're headed, what they're going to do with themselves. Well, I want to know what we're going to do with ourselves. What are Gentiles going to do with themselves? We're not going to fit in with the Jews. We can't. God has never allowed that. We're not going to fit in with the rest of the world. We're not of this world. We are the Father's children just here for a short period of time on this earth. So who are we really? That's really the deciding question and the, the greater thrill is in getting an answer to that question because who we are surfaces right at this point. We are the direct bona fide offsprings of God our Father. That's what the Gentiles are. Jews could never say that. People in the Old Testament could never say that. People that minister, uh, Jesus ministered to in the Gospels couldn't say that. But it could be said to the Apostle Paul, and he could write it down, and we could take a hold of it and do something with it. That's what I want you to do today. I want you to do something with the facts of who you are, where you're headed, and what your determination in life is. Until you find out about that, you're still woefully lacking. Woefully lacking, because you can only be complete in Christ. We are only complete in Christ. Nothing else completes us. Nothing else fits us. We are complete only in Christ. And so he says, for this cause, I'm a prisoner for the Gentiles. I'm not a prisoner for Israel. Thank God Israel has a plan and it's going to work and they're going to be uh, elevated in that plan to just what God promised them. But you know what? He's got a plan for the Gentiles. And Paul said, I'm like a prisoner. I am so beholden to this plan that I can do nothing else be a prisoner. I'm locked in it. I'm going to tell the Gentiles who and what they are. I'm going to tell them where they're headed. I'm going to tell them what their purpose in life is. I'm going to tell them what the Lord Jesus Christ gave me to tell them that wasn't given to anybody else. It wasn't given to Old Testament saints. It wasn't given by Jesus of Nazareth during his ministry. It was given only to the Apostle Paul. Thanks be to God. But let's look 
At one more line in that verse, it says, He is a prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you. We hope you're enjoying today's message from Warren in the book of Ephesians. I want to remind you again about the great book that Warren wrote called Paul the Apostle of Grace. It goes along great with today's message, and anytime you can read this book, it's a blessing. Aside from Jesus of Nazareth, there's probably no other person in God's eternal plan who is more important to that plan than the Apostle Paul. He is the man whom Christ gave the final gospel to. This book attempts to show Paul's invaluable mission given to him by Christ our Lord, and you can find it right on the Christ Life website. Really hope you'll check it out. It's one of the best books I've ever read, and many people agree. Again, the name of the book is Paul the Apostle of Grace. Check it out, www.christ-life.org. Now, let's get back to Warren and more from Ephesians 3. A dispensation. A whole dispensation was given to the Apostle Paul. Do you know how he stands with that gift God gave him for this dispensation? It stands to the moment he was led by the Spirit into the Arabian Desert in Galatians chapter 1. And he said, as a result, him being led there, he made this statement that God since my mother's womb had planned this moment for me. What was the moment, Paul? God would reveal his son in me. Now, you may not know it, but that's the biggest news any human being had ever been given. Nobody else in the Bible ever had anything that big given to them. Nobody in history, in the universe, our universes, never had anything that important given to them. It was given only to the Apostle Paul. Just to Paul. Well, that makes it pretty important, doesn't it? That's pretty important a thing that God gave it to Paul to give to us. What do you think about that? How does it influence you when you read that in your Bible? That God was given the message to the Gentiles. Now, let me say this. There are only three races of people on earth. Only three races. There's the Jew, there's the Gentile, and there's the new creation race, those who have been born again. Just three races. Do you think God would go to all this trouble to raise up the meanest man on earth and make him his apostle that he might bring this message to us of who we were in Christ, who we were as humans, who we were. You remember the Gentiles had no place in God's plan. Even Jesus of Nazareth on two occasions called the Gentiles dogs because they were trying to take hold of some of the blessings that belonged to Israel. 
and I see a lot of dogs running around these days because there's an awful lot of people. Some of them misled Gentiles. Some of them misled born-again people. Some of them just misled, period, in life who are trying to take over some of the blessings that belong to Israel. Dear friend, that's foolish. We don't need to take over any blessings that Israel got coming to them. We don't need to enter into them. We don't need to act like them. We don't need to go to scriptures that tell them who they are. And we're going to try to be religious Jews or religious Israelites or religious Old Testament saints of one way or another. We don't need to do that. We live in God's plan this side of the cross. We're on the finished side of the cross. We're on the place where it's all completed, where Jesus said it is finished. That's the side we live on. We don't need anything that belongs to Israel. We don't need to be like Israelites. A person came to me some time ago and said, well, I've gone back to the, one of the Old Testament churches. I said, what's that? He said, well, we just kind of are spiritual Jews. I said, how can you be that? You weren't born one, were you? No. Uh, have you ever had a sex change or anything to make you that? No. Dear friend, he had no answer. He just was depleted in his walk with God. He was depleted in his understanding of the plan of God. My friend, I wouldn't trade anything I have in Christ for everything an Israelite has. Everything they have is strictly earthly. They have no spiritual gift given to them at any time. Their, their entire relationship with God hinged on this earth and earthly things. I wouldn't give up who I am for that for anything in the world. So listen to me. Paul was a prisoner to get a message to the Gentiles. That's really what he's up to. That's what he's doing. He's a prisoner to get these things for the Gentiles, that the Gentiles might enter into these things. And I want you to note something he says. He says, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God. Now, i got to tell you, most Christians don't know much about the dispensation of grace. They don't know. They have no idea of it. Ninety percent, these are my figures of understanding I've gotten from a lot of different places, ninety percent of born-again Christians don't really know what the message of grace is. They just don't know. They don't want to know. Their preachers don't want to know. My preacher friends tell me, said, Lisbon, I can't preach without putting a little law into it, or I'd never get anywhere with those people. They'd never get anywhere themselves with God if I didn't put a little law in them. Dear friend, that's stupidity, even if he is one of my friends. That's stupidity. Because for Gentile to trade any blessings that come directly out of the cross to the Gentiles is awesome. That's way, way out and over and beyond. But Paul says something very important. He says that God gave me this message, this dispensation to give. 
to you. To give to you. I have to tell you something. And it hurts me to talk about it because it just doesn't make sense. But I want to tell you that most Christians have ignored the grace of God. They talk about it. They write poems about it. They sing songs about it. But they don't understand the grace of God. If you miss that, if you miss out on what grace is, you've missed out on what God's doing in this dispensation of time. You can talk about the law all you want. And I know why people talk about the law. I know why they want the law. They want it because they feel good when they keep some of it. Problem is they can't keep it all, and if you don't keep it all, it's not real law. The Bible says they can't keep it all. The Apostle Paul says they can't keep it all. I don't know why they'd want any of it in exchange for grace. The marvelous, wonderful grace of God. I just can't understand people like that. So Paul has received this message of the grace of God to give to others. He also has commenced the dispensation of grace, which needed a message, needed another gospel, needed something that's not written in the book anywhere because it just happened at Calvary. He says, I have received this challenge to give to you. Now, dear friend, that's why I come preaching and teaching that you need to know Paul because he's the one who has the message for this day. I'm only touching the tip of this thought for today. I've got to go right now, but I'll be back tomorrow at this same time. Get somebody else to listen to the program with you. God will bless them because we're talking about important things, I do believe. Until tomorrow, God love you and take care of you. We hope you've enjoyed today's teachings from the book of Ephesians from Warren Litzman. Again, these are from our archival materials from the Christ Life Fellowship. They've been used before, and we're happy to be bringing them to you again so you can reacquaint yourself with these wonderful teachings. By the way, we have something available on our website at christ-life.org. It's an audio version of Paul's letters from the King James Version of the Holy Bible in chronological order. It's really a great great tool for Bible study and for those who learn best by hearing. Check it out. It's called Paul's Epistles, and it's on our website, www.christ-life.org, where you can also find these podcasts. Tell others about it and let them know that not only can you find it on our website, but this podcast is also available on all major podcast directories, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and much more. Check it out. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.